Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like your new play football before. These girls are nothing. You hear me? They please us like we do. Yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then. Let's play. But that's seen us, too. That gives us, too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. guys in the booth i met you guys in the audience we're starting the show i'm rob bro i am the host you are the co-host chime in 806-855-3712 that's the text line it is power ranking thursday you can power rank anything you want to power rank on the text line 806-855-3712 lots of things in the atmosphere Power rank, uh, who you want in the transfer portal. Power rank, the best basketball players on the Texas Tech team. Power rank, the NFL. Power rank, the free agent signings in Major League Baseball so far. Power rank anything you want to. Some major, major league news last night. As the Padres get yet another shortstop slash center field slash athlete. Uh, to go along with their other center field slash athlete slash shortstops. So we'll see how that all works out for the Padres. Another good one, though, at 11 years. It's going to be like 47 when that thing is over. How? I mean, good grief. 11-year contract is wild. Of course, they never finish uh, generally anyways, so... I don't know. Uh, sports contracts, man. I want one of those. I want an eleven-year contract for two hundred eight million dollars, two hundred eighty million dollars. I would take two hundred eighty thousand dollars over eleven years. This texter chimes into the show. I'm two and zero this year. When I've got to go to a game, I'm hoping for a third this year in the bowl game. Last year, I was zero and one in Austin. All right, this is a football texter. Yeah, I hope you go to the bowl game. That's awesome. 
I am, let's see, I went to eight games this year, seven as a member of the media, and then the TCU game. So six and two. Credit to me, Texas Tech was six and two when I was in attendance. Uh, and I will be at the bowl game. Though Texas Tech is 0-1 when I attend games away from Jones Stadium this year. <laughs> uh, but the neutral site's different, right? The neutral side is different, though I do think the Texas Tech Raiders are the road team in the bowl. I think. Just based on the sidelines, but I, I actually don't know that. 0-1, going to one game and it being a 70-35 to drubbing has to put a damper on your season. If you go to one game and it was, was, oh man, has Drake May entered the portal? No, I don't believe so. And the last update I saw on that was him saying he's forever going to be a Tar Heel. Now, there were several players last year that said I'm forever this or forever that and then entered the portal. So things can change, but I would assume Drake May will be a Tar Heel next year, in my opinion, unless something's changed this morning that I missed, which has happened before and will happen again. If you want to power rank something special today, you can power rank Nick Cage movies. We were talking about Nicolas Cage last night on the Gamble and Gaucho, so I'm going to offer you a chance to power rank your top five Nick Cage movies. Right off the top of my head, I've got three. Face Off, number one. The Rock, number two. I've got four. Con Air, number three. You know what? I'll go all five. Con Air, number three. Face Off, The Rock, Con Air, Lord of War, which is one of my favorite movies ever, and then let's go a little, a little, uh, a little crazy and say, Raising Arizona. So there's my top five Nick Cage movies. We'll get to Big Twelve basketball power rankings later in the show. I don't think you're gonna love what I'm up to there. Uh, and then the NFL, where the Chiefs are no longer number one. I don't think I can, in good conscience, put the Chiefs at number one. And I will be welcoming the Bengals, who I wrote off and left for dead two weeks into the season. They're getting good again. And I think they're a really bad matchup for the Chiefs. But if you're a bad matchup for the Chiefs, you're pretty much a bad matchup for everybody. And maybe if you're just a bad matchup for everybody, maybe you're just good. I I can't explain it either. The Bengals should not be good. The Bengals should not be good, but they are. This off the text line... Yeah, this is the guy who went to the Texas game last year. Uh, I had people behind me yelling that Tech wasn't a D1 school, and yes, we are the visiting team in the bowl game. 
You didn't look. You did not look like a D1 team last year. Was it 70 to 35? And I think you might have had 35 unanswered at the end. Something like that. That was a bad game. We can we race that one. Power ranking Nick Cage movies, the first one from five to one, Con Air, The Rock, Leaving Las Vegas, The Family Man, and Valley Girl. Con Air, The Rock, Leaving Las Vegas, The Family Man, Valley Girl. Family Man's an underrated movie. Is that a Christmas movie? Is Family Man a Christmas movie? It's got Christmas stuff in it. It's around Christmas. If Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, would Nick Cage be tough enough to play for Mike Leach? I think I think Nick Cage is very tough. And I don't think that Nick Cage would cry publicly that Nick Cage said he wasn't tough and prove to everyone that you're not tough. I mean, what a self-own from this Mississippi State player. Coaches for the history of coaching have challenged players in that way. Son, are you tough enough? Son, are you man enough to be here? Son, do you want to go back home to your mama? Players either respond or leave. This guy's choosing to leave. It's easier to leave now than it ever has been. But this running back for Mississippi State starts off with, I love Starkville. I love Mississippi State. I love this school. I love these players. But Mike Leach says, I'm too soft. Well, buddy, your six-inch paragraph there said you were too soft. And I'm not saying everybody who transfers is soft. But to write that in a statement is just goofy. It's goofy. My favorite portal statement of the year so far was from Trace Ford, the Oklahoma State Cowboy, who simply said, life goes on. With that being said, I'm transferring. (laughs) Life goes on. Oh, man. I mean, such a... It's poetic, really. Life goes on. No... Uh, Stillwater forever, no Red Raider forever, no I love this university and the time poured into me and the, the efforts I put into this university, I'll always be red and orange and black and blue, I'll never forget the loyalty you showed to me and the loyalty I showed to you, with that being said I'm leaving your poverty program because they can't pay me NIL and I want NIL money. Uh, Trace Ford, genuine. I would take Trace Ford in Lubbock any day of the week and twice on Saturday. Trace Ford, dog. Life goes on. I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm going to start using that. If I'm leaving anywhere, life goes on. See you next time. Or in this case, see you never. Text line, controversial top five Nick Cage movies. Uh-oh. Uh, number five, Next. Number four, Raising Arizona. Number three, Con Air. Number two, Season of the Witch. 
Number one, drive angry. Is this... Now, hold on. <laughs> I'm a Nick Cage fan. I think if I think if I had to pick a favorite actor, if I had to just choose one actor and watch that catalog the rest of my, uh, I don't know, this decade, I would pick Nick Cage. Big Nick Cage guy. Is Season of the Witch where he is like, is a wizard and is training a guy, to, training a kid to be a wizard? Is that Season of the Witch? Because I don't know if I trust your, <laughs> I don't know if I trust your movie judgment if that's the one. Now, we've not seen Gone in 60 Seconds yet. That's a good one. But if Con Air is number three on the list, all right. Uh, this text, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is a very underrated Nick Cage. I've not seen this one yet. This is the new one with, um, oh, what is that guy? The Mandalorian. I, I need to see that one. That looks really, the, the, the trailers looked really funny on that one. Uh, this off the text line. Okay. Now the, this is a good list. This is a good list. Not that the other lists were bad, but Nick Cage movies, The Rock, Raising Arizona, Con Air, Face Off. Gone in 60 seconds. See? There it is. I believe Angelina Jolie was in Gone in 60 seconds, but I haven't seen that movie in forever either. Another top five Nick Cage movies. Face Off, National Treasure, Moonstruck. Is that with Cher? (laughs) Uh, Con Air and Raising Arizona. I'm going to steal the independence, the Declaration of Independence. That was my first one. Yeah, that's your number one. Uh, did you like the no, second I mean, that one? That was the first one I watched with him in it. Oh, that's your introduction to Nick Cage. That was my first Cage movie as a kid. Have you seen some of the others we're talking Have you seen Face Off? I've seen Raising Arizona. I've seen Raising that's Arizona. Funny. Okay. Have you seen Face Off? I've seen bits of Face Off. I haven't yeah. seen the whole thing in one go. Uh,. You know, I'm not familiar with your movie proclivities. The Rock is one of my favorite movies. And then Con Air is hilarious. It's got John Malkovich. It's a Con Air. I haven't watched that many, like, full movies of, of yeah. Cage, I guess. Well, you're... you're Have you uh, seen that new one with him in it? No, that's The Unbearable that's, like, Weight. all about Yes, him. that's what... It's, he plays himself. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I need to see that one. What's that, oh, guy, what's that guy's name? The Mandalorian. What's The Mandalorian's name? I don't, Pop, I don't remember. Pop, uh, I can't think of it. I'll look it up in the break. You know what? The text line is full, but we need to hit the break. When we come back, we will know the name of the Mandalorian and talk more Nick Cage. It's the Nick Cage Show with Rob Bro on Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back to Rob Bro Show. You can text in 806-855-3712. We're here in the Arctic Air Studio. It's not quite as Arctic as yesterday, but it's also not as wet. Wet. Why are you saying what what way? 
You know, if Nick Cage was in Hot Rod, that might be my favorite movie ever. Hey, Rob, I have something to admit. Okay, you know, this is a safe space, all you people out there. It is a safe, safe space. If you want to admit anything to me, you can do it on the text line, and it's just us and our friends uh, that are going to hear, okay? I was too focused on Ole Miss and the Texas Bowl. That's why we almost lost last night to Nichols. But I'm refocused and ready for Eastern Washington. Yes, we, we, now, only, you were favored by 22 and a half. So I understand overlooking Nichols. By the way, why would an athletic department rebrand as just Nichols when the university is Nichols State University? Why would the athletic department just not want you to use the word state? What is this? What are we doing? We're just nickels. No, you're nickel state. I, I guess it's kind of like know your role, jabroni, but what are they doing? Why, why would you just be nickels all of a sudden? If I had a nickel every time somebody had changed their name around here, huh? I'm glad you're focused on Eastern Washington, though. And I think this team does need to be focused to win out of non-conference because if you lose one of these games, first of all, you lose your home winning streak, which would not be good. Secondly, you would lose to Nichols as a 22-point favorite, and that would most certainly end up as at least a quad three loss. And you do not have the budget. You don't have the room, the clearance to struggle like that. You just don't. Now, you can lose 8, 9, 10 conference games and be in the mix. I don't think you'll be in the tournament if you lose 10 conference games. I think nine might be the cutoff there. But you can still have some wiggle room. But there's no wiggle room if you start losing some of these non-conference games. So I'm glad everyone's refocused on Eastern Washington. Because that certainly is the reason. We all we all lost focus. And I apologize. I only talked to basketball for about three minutes on the show yesterday. I was ready to breeze through Nichols State. You better believe I'm spending at least an entire segment on Eastern Washington when that comes around. Because I'm not going to be caught flat-footed again, okay? I got to do my part. You got to do your part. We'll all do better. Nick Cage is the only person I know that has made a movie about himself. Uh, John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. And if you gave me five minutes of air where I didn't need to keep talking and and be on the air by myself, I could probably give you more. Uh, but I I would say a lot of people uh, a lot of people would have done that. Uh, since he's a running back, I bet Mike Leach doesn't even know who he is. You know, I read the the preview of this text, and I th- I thought you were going to have a dad joke in there. Like since he's a running back, I bet he's running back to where he's from. But um, Mike Leach not knowing who the running back is would be even funnier. <laughs> who? Uh, no, that is the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Season of the Witch is where he's a crusader, and they have to take the girl that's a witch to have the monks kill her. Or something. Okay, yes. Are there bees in that movie? Or am I still thinking of the Sorcerer's Apprentice? <laughs> I remember Season of the Witch now, yes. Lots of driving. Or horseback riding. Top five Hyatt Sticks. Oh, this is good. This is good. 
Uh, Number five, being the Green Bay guy. Number four, being an anti-Turkey guy. Again, this is the top five Ryan Hyatt shticks. Number three, Vivin Water Evangelist. I feel like I'm reading off blue cards right now. Number two, no beans in Chile. No beans in Chile, number two. And then number one, the number one top five, Ryan Hyatt shticks, being a Whataburger slander guy. I don't know how that is if he has a Whataburger uh, tumbler that he drinks out of. Was that pre-Chicago sellout days? Maybe he retired the tumbler and I uh, have not been paying attention. Power rank the top five movies that would have been better starring Nick Cage. This is great. Now, see, now we're getting into it. Now we're now we're believing in the spirit of the process. There's the process. There's the spirit of the process. We're believing in the spirit of the process right now, which leads us to believing in the process and developing and following through on the process. The top five movies that would have been better starring Nick Cage, The Ten Commandments. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm assuming Charlton Heston's role uh, goes to Nick Cage, a young Nick Cage. A, a Ten Commandments remake. I might need that now. I might need a Ten Commandments remake with Nick Cage as Moses. Number four, The Godfather. And I would take him in any role in The Godfather. He's got an in, I believe, with the director. Number three, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Number two, Apollo 13. Number one, Steel Magnolias. Strong list. This is a troll. Who is this? I know this number. Uh, Top five sports movies. Number five, Hoosiers. Number four, Miracle. Number three, Field of Dreams. Number two, Cinderella Man. Number one, Moneyball. The the top two are really good movies. Number four is a good movie. Is number three a sports movie or a movie that involves sports? Oh, Field of Dreams, it's about baseball, man. No, it's not. It's a father-son movie. There just happens to be a couple of baseball players in it. Hoosiers is the worst basketball movie of all time. This is the Rob Bro Show. We'll take a break here. When we come back, we will look into the transfer portal a bit more. No new news for the Red Raiders. But some things to discuss nonetheless. We'll also talk, I'm sure, more Nick Cage. The texts, the tweets are rolling in. Again, this is the Nick Cage Show with Rob Bro. I'll be back after this. Talk 103.9 News. Money. Sports. The Vegas Stats and Information Network, weeknights at 9 on Talk 1340. Welcome back. Right back to the Nick Cage tweets. Texts. Uh, you can text in 806-855-3712. No one has mentioned Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider is certainly a, a movie that Nick Cage was in. 
Uh, the texter that said Hoosiers was a top five movie says I got caught, got too cocky yet. Well, I've known who you are. I've, <laughs> I recognize the number. I've, met, I've recognized the number for months. But uh, I definitely had to double check the number today for sure. Top five movies that would have been better or at least funnier with Nick Cage. <laughs> number five, Norbit. Now, <laughs> I need to know what uh, character is Norbit the the A- Eddie Murphy's characters <laughs> because that would be interesting. Um, number four, Longest Yard. Which one? Number three, Superman. Nick Cage could absolutely play Superman. It'd have to be like end of his career Superman. And I guess he age, does he age slowly? I'm guessing. Does he get to a certain age and then just stop aging for a while? Well, Russell Crowe was uh, Superman's dad, so he looked old. What was his name? Kal-El? Or is that Superman? What's Kal-El's dad? Anyways, Russell Crowe was old. Uh, number two, Austin Powers. Again? What? Is he playing multiple characters? And then Ridiculous Six. Nothing could have saved Ridiculous Six. Nothing. No amount of money or talent could have saved Ridiculous Six from being the Ridiculous Six. Family Man is a great movie. That's from a texture. Yeah, it is. It's it's right outside my top five, probably. You can continue texting in 806-855-3712. Lots of stuff going on. In the transfer portal world, by the way, Josh Young, meet and greet tomorrow at uh, Knoxville. So if you like Josh Young, if you're a Texas Rangers fan, if you're a Texas State baseball fan over at uh, Knoxville, and that's not the street Knoxville, that is the baseball facility Knoxville, uh, you can look them up on Facebook. That's where I saw the event. Knoxville, K-N-O-C-K-S-V-I-L-L-E. Uh, there's a meet and greet tomorrow night starting at 5.30. Uh, this uh, from the text line. Who would play your rival in the Rob Bro version of Face Off, Carson Robinson or Kyle Jacobson? Uh, both uh, co-hosts of mine, former and current. I think... I think Carson would be <laughs> more entertaining, maybe, in that respect. Both entertaining. Uh, I don't know if I would want to... I'll say this. Kyle and I don't... Well, we both fight. I'm the problem there, though. I'm I'm uh, I'm the common denominator. I don't know. Maybe we have, like, all three of us are face-offing with all three of us. I would much rather do uh, real estate than be the vice president of Lubbock, though. I think that would be too in over my head. I would get fired if I was in Kyle's job. Interesting scenario. And I don't know that I would want either of them living my life. I like my life. 
This off the text line, Mandy is number one and it ain't close. This off the text line, it could happen to you and then Con Air, everything else would be below those two in that uh, texture's opinion. And then we have from uh, co-host of the Tailgate Show, Spencer. Gone in 60 seconds, The Rock, face-off, Con Air, knowing. And then he gives a bonus of National Treasure. Or maybe that was number one and he wrote him backwards. I don't know. Uh, this off the text line, he was supposed to be Superman for Tim Burton. Yes, I, I believe that is true. I don't think that movie got made ever. And then maybe he transitioned into doing Batman. Or it was after Batman and then and then they were trying to do it. One of the two. He could, he would have been good though. He would be. He could be uh, Ben Affleck's uh, Superman opposing. <laughs> or should it be Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Batman versus Superman again. I don't know. Texas Tech basketball last night struggled, survived, fended off Nichols State. And I do not know if this team, as constructed, uh, let me rephrase that. I mean, it just, it's so obvious that this team needs to improve to be better, yes? Obviously. And we talked about it on the Raider Land. If you're just tuning in, I'll rehash some of it. That last year at this time, the year before at this time, the year before at this time, the year before at this time, the year before, going all the way back to even the first Elite Eight trip. At the semester break, you were worried. The team that went to the national championship, at the semester break, you were worried. Four and four in conference play. Can this team do it? You went 14-4 and four in conference play that year. Last year, people wanted to fire, cut, bench Bryson Williams. Bryson Williams was your best player after the semester break. I don't want to make any grand assumptions off of last night's game, but I think Kevin O'Banner might have seized a role. And if that's just Kevin O'Banner in the role he's been in, but he's twice as aggressive, good. Kevin O'Banner should shoot more shots. Oh, you're 0 for 4, Kevin O'Banner? Shoot 4 more. You're 0 for 8? Shoot 8 more. I want that. I want aggressive tournament Kevin O'Banner fighting for rebounds on the on the verge of punching teammates, on the verge of punching opposing players. I want that hidden rage Kevin O'Banner that plays in the tournament and gets double-doubles every single game in the regular season. And if he can do that through Big 12 play, if he can have the game he had last night through Big 12 play, you'll win a lot of Big 12 games. 
The next thing I want to see is Pop Isaacs being in charge. I already think he is. When Pop Isaacs directs traffic without the ball in his hands, that tells you what you need to know about who the leader of this team is. Now, last night, Kevin O'Banner stepped up. Lamar Washington stepped up, played nearly 30 minutes. Which leads me to Lamar Washington. If he can be your Adonis Arms, who started 6th, 7th, 8th on the bench to start the season, but plays himself into a starting role, that's the kind of stuff that makes your team better. Adonis Arms, being a starter for the stretch run, made this team better last year. Made that team better last year. These rosters, the Texas Tech basketball rosters, Beard... Adams era have always evolved. That first Elite Eight run, Jarrett Culver and Zaire Smith finally cracked the starting rotation and that team kind of reached their peak. You had other guys, Brandon Francis, really develop into a sixth man role on that run to the national championship game. Adonis Arms last year really, really blossomed as a Red Raider. He didn't come in like that. He grew. And I think this team has a lower floor and a higher ceiling than some of these past teams. I mean, you had some baked in last year that Bryson Williams would figure it out. He's a seventh-year senior or whatever he was. Adonis Arms, David Warren... Those guys were experienced. This year, you have five freshmen. It's different to have five seniors come together and play for the first time together college basketball. It's different to have five freshmen come together. I don't care who you're playing and play well against different styles every night. And if Robert Jennings, Lamar Washington, and Pop Isaacs can improve at the rate they're improving, I think you'll be fine. I think you're on a good trajectory. Was last night worrisome? Yes. Was last night repeatable? Yes. But I also don't think it's repeatable in ways that are replicated in Big 12 play. It's a Big 12 play, you'll have a better crowd. In Big 12 play, you won't have students taking finals or studying for finals instead of being at the game. In Big 12 play, when Kansas comes to town, you'll have a packed house. And there's a reason you're 25-0 at home in a row. Will you be through conference play? That would be incredible. I don't think so. But that game last night shouldn't alter everything you think about this team. I think it does alter a few things. I think it does alter a few things. But if you're recalibrating last night season expectations, which I think you should do. I think season expectations should be fluid, both positively and negatively. But if I thought this team would finish fourth in conference play before the season... I might be down to sixth right now. 
But Oklahoma had a terrible loss already. TCU lost to the team you beat by 20. Kansas has lost. Texas lost to Illinois in overtime. So, the, the Big 12 is not unbeatable. I think Baylor, Kansas, and Texas are all better than Texas Tech right now. But let's see when you play them. Let's see when you play them. Because I think this team can get better quickly. Now, they have to do that. But I think it's possible. All right. We'll take the break when we come back. The final segment of the Rob Bro Show. More Nick Cage. The texters are stacking up. We'll get to them on the other side of this one. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Back to the text line. Power ranking five contributions made by Nick Cage to American society. Number five, invented the mute feature feature on Twitter. Number four, getting a free speakerphone when ordering Sports Illustrated was Nick's idea and his alone. Number three, Nick encouraged Dwayne Johnson to take acting more seriously. Nick once said out loud as a child, what if the bread were sliced already. And the number one politely refused to father a child with Hillary Clinton. All right. This off the text line, two underrated cage movies are family man and Valley girl. Don't forget his first role as Nicholas Coppola in fast times at Ridgemont high. More text, uh, top five worst Nick Cage movies left behind. Is this the, um, oh, what's that guy's name? Anyways, left behind National Treasure, G-Force. He's in G-Force? Is that the one? Is that the one with the gerbils? Gerbil Force? I did not know he was in G-Force. Knowing and Sorcerer's Apprentice. All right, let's knock out the NFL power rankings. Uh, first of all, Big 12 basketball power rankings, Texas, everyone else, Oklahoma State. Right now, that's where I'm at. Texas, everyone else with Kansas in the lead of everyone else, and then Oklahoma State. In the AFC, I'm going to read this texter's text and then expand, because I actually like and agree with both of these. Uh, in the AFC, Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals. Agreed. And I think Chiefs, Bills are 1A, 1B in any order. If you want to play heads up, put the Bills first. But I think the Bills and the Chiefs are the two best teams. The Bengals, I hope to the Lord of the football gods that the Bengals and the Bills play before the Chiefs have to play them. Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals. Yeah, I like that. I think the Bengals are trending correctly. You know what? 
I'll put the Bengals over the Ravens because Lamar Jackson is hurt. Though I do think that Tyler Huntley is the most underrated quarterback in the NFL, starting or otherwise. I really like him. In the NFC, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Giants, I would slot the Niners. I like them there because of Jimmy G. I'm still undecided on Cowboys-Eagles. I I really want to see that final game, but I don't think the Eagles are as good as they were five weeks ago. More like Nicole Cage, am I right? Nichols Cage, that makes more sense. Here's a photo of Nick Cage in the Superman costume, which looks awesome. Texas Tech quarterback Amari Jones has entered the transfer portal. He was a late, late addition uh, either last offseason or the offseason before from Coronado. Late, late addition of the class. Uh, but you know what? Good for him. I think he'll go play more somewhere else. We still got more text to get to. We're going to have to get him tomorrow on the Raider Land. You guys were awesome today. Nick Cage is a real people pleaser. I've always known it. I'll always say it. I think he's the actor of my generation. We'll be back tomorrow with the Raiderland 11 a.m. I'm Rob Bro. I'll be Rob Bro tomorrow. See you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.